Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Well, hello and welcome to Pre-Service, a podcast preparing you for worship at Silverdale Baptist Church. My name is Michael and I am with my friend Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Hey, brother. I am having a good day today. I'm enjoying I'm so glad to be with you. And uh, sounds like we've got something new coming up. We do. In this episode. We do because we're starting, it's the Christmas season and it's we're starting a new season. Christmas series. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas to you too. Yeah, Merry Christmas so to, you and we, to you all. Before we actually begin all this, I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, you know, Christmas music, it's a debated subject as to when it's appropriate to begin listening. You mean to everybody Christmas. doesn't agree? Oh, well, <laughs> you know. We don't have to go far down that no, road. No, I don't think uh, but, we do. But in your household, in your household, when do you guys start listening to Christmas music? It depends on who's in the van with me when we're driving somewhere. <laughs> it depends on which daughter is riding with me. I have, we, we have one that uh, come June, if she's the one oh, wow. in the vehicle and she has control of the audio, we're listening to Christmas music. It's just her favorite time of the season, <laughs> favorite time of the year. Uh, the others we can wait. But as we get closer and closer, especially when we start decorating, and for us this year, I'm not sure why this year is different, but we decided to decorate the house. So we had some fall decorations and Christmas <laughs> decorations. Uh, we're still there. Are you we okay? haven't fully taken our fall stuff down. Now, we typically we start decorating for Christmas like, you know, that traditional after Thanksgiving because I like yeah. to take the holidays in order, right? Yes. I'm not one of these that likes to squeeze Thanksgiving out. And if I had to right. be completely honest, Thanksgiving is probably my favorite meal of the year, even more so it. than than the Christmas dinner. Although yeah. I love it to my family out there. I love it. And you love getting with your family oh, and, man, and just enjoying Thanksgiving. I, but as far I, as the music goes, with you. We, stip, we typically start a little uh, earlier, right? No, actually a little later. We're after oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, but this year we were so far before Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness! Oh, way, way before. Join us. We jo- join our side. <laughs> we we have cookies. Over. Yeah, jo- come join us. We have cookies and stuff. So, Kevin, what's all this about? Why are we even making this? Yeah, podcast? that's that's great. So, if you haven't been with us on any other episodes, or you're wondering what it is, Michael and I have been doing this for a few years now as friends, as brothers in Christ. There would be times where we would be looking over passages. And it might just be a text we share. It might be an email. Um, we might read something and and just copy it and share it with the other guy and say, hey, I want you to take a, a look at this. What do you think about this view of this? And by the way, here's something that I noticed in this passage. What do you think about this? And so we shared some of that in, in observations about some of the scripture. And Michael had an idea, came from your family, and decided, hey, why not put this out for other people in an attempt to help you all prepare for the upcoming sermon on this on this next weekend? It's something that's been a blessing to us, and hopefully it can help you as you're preparing your heart for this weekend. Yeah, that's right. And so this weekend, our pastors are beginning a new sermon series called What Child Is This? And as, as I began to study for this, Kevin, it didn't take long to figure out that these are, for the most part, yes. not your traditional Christmas passages. Mm. Yeah, they're not, they're not the ones that I think most people are going to be familiar with when they think of Christmas. So if you're thinking of Christmas, the manger, the birth, the angels, these may not be the passages that spring not. Now, right to mind. We're not going to ignore those. We're not no, going no. to dismiss those. We're going to talk about those. No. But 
Beginning tonight, we're going to look at Isaiah 9, 6. And then for the next several weeks, we're going to look at some other passages. We're going to take a look in Revelation. We're going to look in, uh, I think, 1 John. Yeah. Uh, and, and John. And John. Yeah. And, and what's the theme of this? So the theme is, what child is this? Tonight, we're going to take a really close look at some of the historic uh, and cultural background to the nation of Israel around the time that Isaiah talks about or, or, or gives us Isaiah 9, 6, which is a very familiar verse at Christmas. I mean, yeah, maybe you sung this is it. one that a lot of people know. Yeah, this one for sure. You've probably sung it in some of the, the, the older choruses and, and, and maybe on Christmas cards and things. Yeah. Um, but it's possible that you're not super familiar with, with the context in which Isaiah spoke this, or I should say, which God spoke through Isaiah, yes. this particular when, verse. When the Lord delivered this, and this is something that you and I have talked about a lot of different times when we're looking at a passage and we wonder, what did this initially mean to the people who received it at the time? And how might that be different for us? Because for us, Christ has already come. He's right. come. He's already given himself sacrificially and been raised from the dead. He was sacrificed on the cross in our place for our sins and raised from the dead already. But in the time of Isaiah, that hadn't yet happened. And Not so even close. It was several talked, hundred years, actually, yeah, before so, Christ came. So we've actually discussed on numerous occasions, what exactly do you think he was thinking? What was going on and what was happening around him at this time or or whomever, whatever portion of, of the Bible that we're looking at in Scripture? And yeah. I think that's important when we get into the historical context. Yeah, so I, I heard it say, I said one time that reading Isaiah, you know, is... is in isolation from its historic context is, is kind of like listening to a phone conversation where you only hear one side of the conversation yeah. and you have no idea who's talking on the other end and what they're talking about. And you're just trying to figure it all out. Yeah. It can I'm, be really, really complicated. And so before we read the verse, we're going to talk about some of that. Um, so at the time that Isaiah was writing, the the nation had split into two nations. It yes. had happened uh, quite a bit before Isaiah was around. There was the southern kingdom of Judah, the northern kingdom of Israel. And when the northern kingdom of Israel split away, they never followed God again. They never yeah. chased after God. They chased after false religions and everything else around the world, but they never were faithful to God again. The southern kingdom, on the other hand, sometimes they did, and sometimes they didn't. Yes. Unfortunately, at this time, the king that was ruling led the people even farther and farther away from God. So spiritually, they were in a very, very dark place. Both Israel and Judah. Both Israel and Judah. Yeah. Now, historically, and we know this from extra biblical or sources that are outside of the Bible, we know that there was a nation, and the Bible talks about this nation oh, as well. Oh, absolutely. Calls them out. Uh, yeah. That was coming to power. Uh, known as the Assyrians. And so if you were to look at a map in, and find Jerusalem and Judah, the northern kingdom was Israel. And then above Israel was Syria. Just Syria. Yep. And then above Syria was Assyria. With an A at the beginning. With an A at the beginning. So Assyria was coming to power. The, the king at that time, the ruler at that time, his name was Tiglath-Pileser. That's a mouthful. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know that I want to write that on a card to him or anything. I, no, me either. And he was leading this massive uh, expansion campaign and was beginning to consume some of the smaller nations, the weaker peoples. And the nations of Israel and Syria, they began to get a little nervous. 
And so they formed this anti-Assyrian coalition. Yeah, they were trying to protect themselves. Trying to protect themselves. And again, these were not God-fearing people. They were trying to protect themselves and they were trying to force Judah, Judah the, to be a part of it. And Judah was the nation down south that would occasionally have a king that would lead them after the Lord. But the king at this time, his name was he, Ahaz. Yeah, and he, he did, not. did not know. So what Ahaz actually did is he appealed to Assyria for help. Yeah. And so what Assyria did was Assyria came, fought against uh, Israel and Syria and Overwhelmed them. Overwhelmed them by far. And you might think that, oh, that worked out really, really well for uh, for Judah. But You would think. But but nothing close to that. No. What they actually did was they made Judah a a vassal state and started putting these heavy tributes on them. Making, they taxed them. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And so that's what's going on culturally at this time. Yeah. And so as Isaiah's writing, he's writing to a people who were far away from God, who were dealing with a nation that was overpowering them. And these people at that time, because they were not looking to God, they were looking to all kinds of sources to try to find help and understanding. Yeah. And so that's again, what's going on this. And so as you read through chapter eight, you'll see where um, God speaks many messages through Isaiah to the people. And, and, and in the process of doing that, God tells Isaiah to safeguard the message. word of God yeah. for the people who loved God. Yeah, so you had Isaiah who was a prophet, and it was his job to speak God's truth to people. In part, he's talking about, in chapter 8, the godlessness of the people. Mm-hmm. And it was rampant. But then when the Lord gives him a message in chapter 8, as you were saying, that's a place where the Lord specifically tells him, Protect this for the people who love me, the people who desire to chase after me. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we're we're seeing a vast array of people, both Israelites, right? They were Jewish up in the north, and and people in Syria and Assyria, none of whom had any love for the Lord. They didn't desire right. him at all. And I think this message right before we get down here to chapter nine is where the Lord says, protect this for my people. Yes. Yes. And so Isaiah was very faithful in that um, because God always had a remnant of of faithful people. Yeah. It may at times feel even now that there aren't a whole lot, a whole lot. Right. And I'm sure that's what Isaiah and the people around Isaiah felt from time to time. Um, But the truth is God said that he would, and he always has had a remnant of faithful people. And Isaiah was safeguarding this message. And Isaiah was looking to a future time of hope and deliverance. And all the faithful people at that time were doing that. They were looking to God's faithful promise. And see, for us, we look back to a Christ who has come. We look back and we celebrate that Jesus was born and he has come to deliver us from our sins, to show us what life is like in relation, proper relationship with the Father. Yes. They were looking forward to that day. Yeah, they hadn't even seen the first coming of Jesus. They had not. They just knew that it was promised. They had not. And so, Kevin, with all of that context in mind, knowing that they were looking forward to this promised um, coming, coming that's yeah. a great word, um, we come to Isaiah 9. Yeah. And so, why don't you take a moment and read that? Isaiah 9, 6. For to us, a child is born. 
to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. That is that's a problem. We see it all the way back in Genesis, right? Yes. When when the Lord promises he's sending someone, and here we see a time much closer to the life of Jesus, where this is reiterated and given to those who are faithful. I, it strikes me that Isaiah says, for to us, yes. a child is born, to us, a son is given. It wasn't to all of the nation of Judah. It certainly wasn't to everybody in Israel or even all the way up in Syria or Assyria. It was to the faithful that the Lord gave the message. And he yes. said, hey, here is my promise. I'm sending someone for you. Yes. And he is going to have these qualities and these names, and he will absolutely fulfill the promise that comes with each of these titles. Now, we know that Isaiah was looking to a future fulfillment of this promise, but as the prophecy was spoken, he was actually speaking in a past tense. So that may seem a little bit confusing. Yes. But he certainly was in this. If you read it in context of the passage, you know that he was talking about a future time And so looking forward, putting himself, I guess, if you would, uh, into a future time, thinking about a future time, he spoke it as as, though it had had already happened. Yeah. Yeah, But that was it, you know, and, and, and even so I I think, um, I think as we are beginning to come to the end of this podcast, um, as Isaiah would later point out, though the promised savior would come and he would be all of these things, that wonderful counselor, that mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Even still, during his time on earth, that wouldn't be completely fulfilled. No, no, we still we still haven't seen the fulfillment of all of these things. We have yet. not. We've we've seen him coming, much like the Israelites of, of the day. They might have expected this promised one, this Messiah, to come in a certain way and do a certain thing, and he did come. And he did conquer. He was a conqueror at that point, but he conquered through his sacrificial death in our place for our sins. He conquered when he rose from the dead. He came back to life. The Lord raised him up and proving that his sacrifice was satisfactory. Um, You know, we we can't pay that penalty. We can't pay for the punishment of that. He did that for us. And yet we still don't yet see. It's still future for you and me. still future. So the first coming is historical for us, but the fulfillment of all of these names is still in the future for us. And so we celebrate Christmas looking forward to, we look back on he's come and he's done the work already. It's satisfied. It's done. But we're still looking for that. Much uh, like Isaiah, much like, much like Isaiah. Exactly. We're still looking forward to that yes. future fulfillment of this. He was despised and rejected. Isaiah talks about that in another yeah. passage when he came and all of those things uh, about Jesus's first coming came true. Yes. And everything about his future coming will, will come true. Will come too. true as well. Yeah. And so as we celebrate Christmas this year, what a wonderful way I think to begin this season to focus on this is who the Bible says Jesus will be, that wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. And this in its complete fulfillment we will enjoy one day. And so oh, it'll be beautiful. It'll be fantastic. We, we can't even imagine how wonderful it will be. If we think of all the great things the Lord has done for us 
we can't even project those forward and know how wonderful it will be. So we hope that this talk through, as we shared some of our observations about this passage, is helpful to you as you're thinking through this passage and preparing for worship this coming weekend. We do hope that you'll be a part of one of our weekend services. If you're new to Silverdale, we have a Saturday service. We have multiple Sunday services at different times and locations, even two online services. To find out all of that, we would encourage you to go to our website. Uh, for those of you that are, are listening on podcasts, you go to silverdalebc.com. Tell you all about when those times and places are. Um, for those of you that are on YouTube or Facebook, you can click uh, the link and look around in that as well. And we would just ask too that do us a favor, like and subscribe. Help and, us to and get share. this word out. And yeah, share. absolutely. Share share this if you if you will uh, will. And Merry Christmas. Yeah, spend time with the Lord and enjoy Him this week. this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called the seven commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale, and we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.